warning, warning. Two idiots are still not reading SCPs over the intercom. Please wait another couple of weeks until they start doing it again. Hello and welcome back. <coughs> it's me, Tanani. You know me. Welcome back to the Scary SCP, you little emu. And it's me, Darnell. You don't know me. Uh-huh. I'm not like the other podcast hosts. Darnell okay? died ten years ago. I was all scary a little up. bit there for you. <laughs> yeah. You guys feeling spooked already? It's close to Halloween Boom. by the time this comes out. It's like, what, the 29th? Uh, yeah, it will be. Yeah. You guys have any the fun plans for Halloween? The of when I died. I have a bit of a Halloween triathlon coming up here. That I'm a little nervous about. Because you know me. I'm not a very social guy. I'm very introverted. But there's like a work party on the 28th. And then the 29th, my like friends wanted to go out and do something. In, and then the 30th, I got invited to like an actual party somehow. And I said yes to everything because I was so excited. But now it's like, that's a lot of Halloween. You know what I mean? And I have to wear the same costume no, three times. You could die. It's so scary. I could die. I could get too scared and die. So if this is the last podcast episode... I love the idea that it's like um, a meter. <laughs> like, scary yeah. bar. If it goes too yeah. high, you just drop dead. If it ever goes above out of ten, Tanhoney kills me. <laughs> I am fear, for real. <laughs> I'm telling you so scary. I'm glad he's not real. I'm so glad he's not real. It's just me with a voice modulator. <laughs> you you so, indicated before you started recording that out, you have actual SCP news for us. No, I said S- the opposite. Okay, you don't have... <laughs> well, <laughs> I said I have no news related to SCP, I just have news of things oh, I want to recommend. Well, whatever, what's the news? So, the first thing, I need to formally recommend this inside our podcast, because people don't listen to my recommendations. No hashtag one reads Eighth Rule Space. No one, it's not even an ad, no, seriously, <laughs> I want to be serious for a second. This is a really cool podcast that if you like SCP stuff, you're going to fucking love this, guys. It's called Pretending to be People. It is a Delta Green podcast, but it's very low on like the mechanic side. It's just really funny and really scary, and it checks all the boxes that I know you fuckers like. Please go listen to it and tell me your thoughts. That is my first recommendation. My second recommendation is in the other direction. Uh, if you like cutesy deck builders and you liked Reseteer, you should check out Potionomics. That just came out. I started playing that. Uh... And then what else was I going to say? I think in actual SCP news, there's a Halloween con, but didn't we already mention that last week? Uh, yeah, you did. We ran out of news. Yeah. Yeah, there's not, nothing happens in the SCP community anymore. It's always this, I'll tell you what happens every Let me tell you some SCP Silent Hill news. I know, I've been looking at the Silent Hill news. Oh, oh my gosh. I, I've been, be like, so experiencing news. that secondhand because of, um, uh, Nikki, or Dr. Cerise. Um, she's been so excited about that, and I'm There's very new, happy for uh, her. Silent Hill game coming out from the writer of Human Echo. <laughs> so, isn't there also isn't there also a, a remake yeah, as well? Silent Hill and they too. like so. There's a remake and a new game, which is pretty cool. Uh, well, What's the new games. one called? It's like well, the, Silent Hill F. Yeah, Silent Hill F. Player Specs. It's Silent Hill Townfall. Silent Hill, I think mm-hmm. Awakening, which is even like a live stream series. It's like choose your own adventure or some shit. That's bizarre. I'm very interested Silent to see Hill that Silent Hill 2, too. Yeah, so there's plenty of spooky news going on. Maybe yeah. not SCP news. I'll tell you what SCP news is every week, okay? SCP news is someone vague tweeted about someone else. Um, someone's mad at a Twitter user, not a part of the community, for saying SCP is just all Some redacted. Some while down and left the wiki. It'll be back in a month or two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Someone's like, guys, I'm done with the wiki, and they'll be back. And um, someone's like, guys, my article just hit X amount of upvotes. Can we all make sure it hits <laughs> this next X amount of upvotes? <laughs> guys, my article's <laughs> only four votes away from 50. Please upvote it. Welcome, guys, Please. to Mr. Animal. It's me with my new SCP video. Can we hit one gazillion <laughs> likes and subscriptions? Every, every SCP now ends with something along the lines of, like, if you enjoyed this SCP, please don't forget to hit upvote and leave a hey comment. Hey, guys, things like this are happening all over the world. <laughs> oh, my God. That was the other news I wanted to tell you. I went and got my hair cut, right? Oh, and, my God. Uh, <laughs> and uh, the person, the, like, the stylist was like, Hey, got any plans this weekend? And usually I say the same. I'm like, oh, I, I record a podcast. And they're like, oh, what about really? like, oh, it's even a fiction thing called SCP? Yeah. Except she actually like asked questions and tried to engage me, which was very sweet. But I 
what I felt so cringe trying to explain. She's like, "Oh, what's SCP stand for? What's what's that all about? What's it like?" Oh, and no. I was like, "Oh," God. <laughs> and I tried really hard, but I I, I was like fumbling because I was awkward, and it's also kind of hard to explain. You spent 128 episodes discovering SCP, and yet you can't explain it once. Well, in a setting where I'm not caught off guard, but I was so vulnerable, you know, so they're like messing with my hair and stuff. I'm like, oh, it's like this internet. Yeah, if, if you get a bad like answer, these, they could have killed these, you. These like scary it things that happen so people contain them to keep them away. And they're like, what's SCP stand for? I'm like, oh, it's secure, contain, protect, because it's like people can't handle it. I was just like, oh, God. <laughs> I would have swiveled the chair around and be like, I'm glad you asked. It's secure, contain, protect. Well, we can also stand for special containment procedures. The weird thing is, like, normally I don't even get that embarrassed talking about SCP or to people. It was but a something about getting... Well, <laughs> yes, but... Um, something about getting your hair cut, I think, is, like, a very vulnerable position where there is no escape route. So you know you're locked in, and I think that makes me anxious. You know what I mean? Do you get like that, too? Like, I, I get frozen now. I just try to be quiet during haircuts because I get so nervous. <laughs> That can't just be mean. That has to be a thing, right? Maybe it's just you, smile. I am hearing zero validation from you. Let's just read. How many creepy pauses do you have today? We're I done have. With this well, I don't know how many. I've learned from last time because I thought I had too many, but I didn't have enough. So we have one, two, three, four, five. Whether we'll read all of those, who knows? Damn, Tanner, you prepped. Yeah, this is. I do. <laughs> The amount of prep I do for SCP compared to the amount of prep I do for Creepypasta. Yeah, it's so funny, too. Like, everyone's constantly recommending us SCPs, and Tan's like, we're never going to read those. And then when people recommend us creepypastas, we're like, oh, let's read that one! (laughs) As you wish, sir. (laughs) Yeah, at once. Glorious discovering creepypasta. Have you seen that meme of, like, um, Gus Spring from Breaking Bad? And the two versions, it's like, if you have any issues, you can talk to our complaint department. The other version's like, you're done. Gone. Get out of here. Okay, well, let's begin with our first one. Abandoned by Disney by Ed. Oh my god, that's a certified fucking classic. Classic. Is this the one with, like, the Five Nights at Freddy's Disney costumes and, like, the sewers and shit? I'm I'm sure we'll find out. Oh, this is a long one, too, but I'm excited. I remember this shit. Give me the... the, Anomalous, put some royalty-free spooky music, like, quietly (laughs) in the background. There's copyrighted Disney music you can find. Put a, a, bra- a whole new Flash world. Flash the names of Aladdin. Disney's lawyers across the screen, please, Anomalous. <laughs> Anomalous cancel season three of The Owl House. <laughs> All oh, right. Please don't do that. That was a joke. I gotta be serious. <laughs> this is Disney. <laughs> All right. Let's do this. Abandoned by Darnell. <laughs> <laughs> it's just you alone in the podcast room. It's like Garfield about Garfield. No. Some of you may have heard that Disney Corporation is responsible for at least one real, live ghost town. It's not really live, it's a ghost town. Disney built the Treasure Island Resort in Baker's Bay in the Bahamas. It didn't start as a ghost town. Disney's cruise ships would actually stop at the resort and leave tourists there to relax in luxury. This is a fact. Look it up. I, I realize I've never looked that up. Is that real? It's a fact. Now I'm curious. Well, you know what, you're right. I shouldn't Disney doubt believe the author. <laughs> doubt again. I, I would love to see Disney. fucking. I want SCP authors to do that. It's like this is a fact. Look it up, and it's like not. And see how many people question it. Disney blew thirty million dollars on this place. Yes, thirty million dollars. Then they abandoned it. Disney blamed the shallow waters, too shallow for their ships to safely operate, and they would even blame cast on the workers. Say that since they were from the Bahamas, <laughs> they were too lazy to work a regular schedule. I, I love that this was, like, from another era. <laughs> that would not... Imagine, like, imagine Disney's piano, like, tweeting that out is the reason. Yeah. <laughs> Disney's like, well, if some, someone wasn't so lazy, maybe we could have had a Bahamas You see the workers were from the Bahamas. <laughs> Goodness. That's where the factual nature of their story ends. It was a fact. It wasn't because of sand. And it obviously wasn't because foreigners are lazy. Both are convenient excuses. But true though. No, I sincerely <laughs> doubt those reasons were legitimate. Why don't I buy the official story? What do you mean palace. we spent thirty million dollars but the people who live in the Bahamas? Yeah, wouldn't you lazy, know that so it was too shallow before story. you build a resort? <laughs> wouldn't mm. you check to see if a ship can get in? Normally, you know, there are, like, if you've ever watched Defunct Land, there are, like, 
fucked up things that people didn't research, but like Disney of all companies would be on on that shit. You know what I Walt mean? Walt himself would appear. Yeah, he'd manifest in the Bahamas. He'd be like, hmm, the people here are too lazy for my resort. <laughs> Near the beachside sea of Emerald Island, North Carolina, Disney began began began, began construction of Mowgli's Palace in the late nineteen nineties. You heard the Italian AI almost break down there. Yeah, I had to reboot them. <laughs> the concept was a jungle-themed resort with a large, you guessed it, palace in the center of the whole thing. If you're unfamiliar with the character of Mowgli, then you might better remember the story of the Jungle Book. If you haven't seen it anywhere else, you'd know it's a Disney cartoon from decades past. Mowgli is an abandoned child in the jungle, essentially raised by animals and simultaneously threatened slash pursued by other animals. The palace was a controversial undertaking from the start. Disney bought up a ton of high-priced land for the project. There was actually a scandal surrounding some of the purchases. The local government claimed eminent domain on people's homes, then turned around and sold the properties to Disney. I give props to the author. That absolutely feels like some shit Disney would yeah, do in happens. real life. <laughs> yeah. At one point, a home that had just been constructed was immediately condemned with little to no explanation. The land grabbed by the government was supposedly for some fictional highway project. Knowing full well what was going on, people still I'd call it Mickey Mouse Highway. <laughs> this article already has better world building than like almost anything I've written. Like they've really set the scene for what's going on here. I, I can almost believe this Disney is a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it almost feels like a real company. It makes you really, really makes you feel like Mickey Mouse. <laughs> that was yeah. the concept art. A group of stuff shirts from Disney Co. At, who called it Disney Co. <laughs> Actually held a city <laughs> meeting. They intended to sell everyone on how lucrative this project was going to be for everyone. I don't even think it is Disney Co. I'm pretty sure it's Disney Incorporated, isn't it? It's not Disney yeah. Corporation. When they showed the concept art, it's a gigantic Indian palace surrounded by jungle, staffed with men and women in loincloths and tribal gear. All suffice to say, everyone flips their ships. Shit. I don't know, that sounds kind of... Hmm. We're talking about a large Indian I... palace, jungle, and loincloths, not only in the centre of a relatively wealthy area but also a somewhat xenophobic area of the southern USA. It was a question. Wait, I thought this was in the Bahamas. Well, no, that was a separate thing. That's a different thing. Oh, my bad. One member of the crowd tried to storm the stage, but was quickly subdued by security (laughs) after he managed to break one of the presentation boards over his knee. You know, that's not like the real place, right? That's a picture. It's like, I must have to destroy it. (laughs) That's amazing. Disney took that community and essentially broke it over its knee as well. The houses were raised, the land was cleared, and there wasn't a damn thing anyone could do or say about it. The Imagineers became in legions. Jesus Christ, I dropped my fucking soda cap, that was so good. Local TV and newspapers were against the resort at the beginning. But some insane connection between Disney's media... Disney's, I said Disney's media holdings. Disney. And the local venues came into play and their opinions turned on a dime. So anyway, Treasure Island... (laughs) Oh my god, Disney... I can't believe Disney's like the... I don't even have a joke for that. That's just insane. It's just an amazing paragraph. Disney (laughs) sunk those millions in and then split. The same thing happened with Mowgli's Palace. Construction was complete. Visitors actually stayed at resorts. The surrounding communities were flooded with traffic and the usual annoyances associated with an influx of lost and irate tourists. Then it all just stopped. Disney shut it down and nobody knew what the hell to think. Why is hell capitalized? Hell capitalized. <laughs> this guy's a Satan I mean, worshipper. To be fair, in the Christian context, actually, should hell be capitalized? I'm not even sure now. Are you a real Christian or fake? I, I don't know. I think. Fake Christian? I don't. <laughs> I've seen it both ways with Hell and Heaven capitalized or not. It really seems like... I want to say preference, but I know some like hardcore religious sticklers will be like, no, it's a matter of... like, What's the word I'm looking because. for? <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> Disney's loss was pretty hilarious and wonderful to a large group of folks who didn't want this in the first place. I can already hear them cheering on Twitter in 1998. I honestly didn't give the place another thought since hearing it closed over a decade ago. I live maybe four hours from Elmwood Isle. So really, I only heard the rumbling and didn't experience any of it firsthand. <laughs> Did you say the rumbling? Yeah. <laughs> Disney's attack Attention. on Titan. All children of All children of Emerald Isle. That's, that's what they meant when they said he, they raised the homes and shit. 
the Disney, Disney, the Disney, Disney Land walls. Why is he using all of them? Holy shit. Space Mountain is a titan. <laughs> I read this article from someone who'd explored the Treasure Island Resort and posted a whole blog about all the crazy shit he found there. Stuff just left behind. Things smashed, defaced, probably ruined by the disgruntled former employees who had lost their jobs. Yeah, the locals from all around probably had their hand in racking that place. People there felt as, ang- as angry about Treasure Island as folks here did about Mowgli's Palace. Plus, there were rumours that Disney had released their aquarium stock into the local waters when they closed, including sharks. Based. <laughs> Did I ever tell you I had a weird, like, it wasn't necessarily Disney, but I also had, like, a weird theme park dream once where there was, like, an abandoned theme park, and I just, for some reason, was, well, I was just living out of it, right? Like, I was grounding around old food carts with the food that was still good, and, like, walking around, and then I discovered there were other people. It was like this weird, like, survival horror thing in a theme park. Interesting. Yeah. Did you live? I don't know why I felt the need to bring that up. Oh, I woke up, so maybe. You really thought you woke up? (laughs) Still there. (laughs) You turn around. (laughs) You're in a Ferris wheel. (laughs) Let me Please continue. (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) There's too many references going on here. I think we've lost track of who we are as people. Uh, please continue reading. Well, what I'm getting, guys, is this blog about Treasure Island got me thinking. Even though many years have passed since its closing, I figured it might be cool to do some urban exploration at Mowgli's Palace. Take some photos, write about my experience, and probably see if there's anything I could take home as a memento. I'm not going to say I wasted no time in getting there, because honestly it took me another year after I first found that Treasure Island article to get around to going up to Emerald Isle. Over the course of that year, I did a lot of research on the Polish resorts. Or rather, I tried to. Naturally, no official Disney site or resource made any mention of the place. That had been scrubbed clean. That's the hardest part for me, yeah, I believe, that's... because, like, knowing Disney, there'd be some, like, crazy, like, Disney adult YouTube with, like, 800 subs that had, like, a dedicated series yeah. about this. There's no way. Jenny Nicholson would definitely have made a video essay on it. <laughs> I was just gonna say... Oh my god, I love her videos. Yeah, me too. Even odder, however, was that nobody before myself thought I was a shout out for Jenny Nicholson, who has like a million more subscribers. Yeah, yeah, we're like 600 subs. Yeah, go check out Jenny Nicholson. She's not really that well known. Small little local journal. <laughs> even odder, however, was that nobody before myself had apparently thought to blog about the place or even post a photo. None of the local TV or newspaper sites had one word about the place. But that was to be expected since they had all swung Disney's way. They wouldn't be out there lauding their embarrassment, you know? Recently, I learned that corporations can actually ask Google, for example, to remove links from search results, basically for no good reason. Looking back, it's probably probably not that nobody spoke of the resort, but rather that the words were made inaccessible. I just love the visual of, like, some, like, shady businessman passing, like, a big briefcase of money to Google. They just, like, click X on a link on the search. <laughs> it's like, it never yeah, happens. manually block each search. <laughs> yeah! Oh, it's so so in the end, I could barely find the place. All I had to go on was an old-as-hell map I'd received in the mail back in the 90s. Provincial ocean item sent out to people who have recently been to Disney World. And they've capitalized hell. They do not capitalize the W in Disney World. <laughs> Interesting. And I guess since I had been there in the late 80s, that was recent. I didn't really intend to hang on to it. I just got shoved in with my books and comics from my childhood. I'd only remembered it months into my research, and even then it took me another few weeks to locate the storage bin my parents had shoved it all into. But I did find it. Locals were no help, as most were transplants who had moved to the beach in recent years. Or old residents who just sneered at me and made rude gestures the second I managed to say, Where would I find Mowgli's? <laughs> Go into any local town <laughs> and ask any resident where to find Mowgli's palace. You to fuck they will off. sneer <laughs> they will sneer at you and make rude gestures. You must pre- you must persist, however. <laughs> Eventually they will sneeze and take you to a back room. <laughs> there you'll meet oh the holder God. of Mickey Mouse. <laughs> The drive took me from an inordinately long corridor of overgrowth. Tropical plants that had run rampant overpopulated the area, mixed with the native species of flora that actually belonged there and tried to reclaim the land. They make everything sound so valiant. 
I was in awe when I reached the front gates of the resort. Tremendous, monolithic wooden gates with supports to either side. Looks like they must have been cut from giant sequoias. I don't know what that is. Sequoia. Sequoias. The gate itself had been gouged in several places. You just gave me more knowledge. Do you think that was wise? I didn't know that. Shit. <laughs> A little piece of humanity's gone now. No one can say Sequoia anymore. <laughs> the gate itself had been gouged in several places by woodpeckers and eaten away at the base by burrowing insects. So I wanted to walk in like it's a fucking Dark Souls of like Mowgli's Palace. <laughs> Ooh, that fucking sound when you walk yeah. somewhere new. <laughs> He's like pushing the gates over like in fucking Dark Souls. You, you run into 2B from near Automata. <laughs> Hanging on Isn't the it? gate. No, sorry, I wasn't saying words. Go oh. ahead. Hanging on the gate was a sheet of metal, some random scrap, with hand-painted letters scrawled in black. Abandoned by Disney. Clearly the handiwork of some post-asked local or employee who wants to make some small protests. I want, I want that to be, like, a trend, like, with, like, favorite canceled shows or whatever, just abandoned by Disney and, like, black spray paint, <laughs> and I want that on t-shirt. The gates were open enough to walk through, but not drive. So grabbing my digital camera and the map, whose flip side showed a layout of the resorts, I set off on foot. This is longer than I expected. Can I popcorn? Yeah, um, I think this might be the only article we read today, if we even manage to finish it. Because how, how far in are we already? Like, like 20, a lot of this, 22 a lot of this page minutes? is comments, I'll be honest. Okay. <clears throat> the inner grounds of the palace were just as overgrown as the entryway. Palm trees stood untended and ragged among piles of their own coconuts. Yeah, I read it that way. <laughs> and banana plants similarly stood in their own stinking, bug-riddled refuse. Why did they make it like the banana plant shot? I, I assume because the bananas rotted and fell to the ground. Have you ever had rotting bananas in your house? They're pretty nasty. I don't even know what banana is. You just gave me that knowledge. Yeah. There was this sort of clash between order and chaos, as carefully planted rows of perennial flowers mixed with obnoxious tall weeds and stinking, blackened mushrooms. All that remained of any outdoor structures were broken, rotting wood and various charred bits of unidentifiable material. What was most likely an information booth or an outdoor bar was now simply a pile of assorted debris, chopped up by past vandalism and ravaged by weather. The most interesting thing on the grounds was a statue of Baloo, the friendly bear from the Jungle Book, which stood in a sort of courtyard in front of the main building. He was frozen in a jovial wave toward no one, staring into empty space with a silly, toothy grin, as bird shit covered whole swaths of his fur and vines ensnared his platform. I approached the main building, the palace, only to find the outside of the building covered in graffiti, where the original paint hadn't peeled and chipped away. The front doors weren't just open, they had been taken off their hinges and were stolen. Above the front doors, or the gaping maw where they had been, someone had once again painted, Abandoned by Disney. I wish I could tell you about all the awesome stuff I saw inside the palace. Forgotten statues, abandoned cash registers, a full-fledged secret society of homeless bombs. But no. The inside of the building was so stark, so bare, that I actually think people had stolen the molding off the walls. Anything that was too big to steal, counters, desks, giant fake trees, they were all resting amid this empty echo chamber that amplified my every step like a slow rat-a-tat of a machine gun. I checked the floor plan and headed to all the locations that might seem in any way interesting. The kitchen was as you'd imagine, an industrial food prep area with all the appliances in space, no expenses spared. Every glass surface was broken, every door knocked off its hinges, every metal surface kicked and dented. The entire place smelled like very old piss. Please, well the huge... aged. Nice. <laughs> like the wine. huge freezer. <laughs> what? what? What year is this? <laughs> I don't know, man. The huge freezer, not even remotely cool now, had a row upon row of empty shelf space. Hooks hung from the ceiling, probably for hanging cuts of meat, and as I stood inside for a moment, I noticed they were swinging. Each hook swung in a random direction, but their movements were so slow and small that it was almost impossible to see. I figured it had been caused by my footsteps, so I stopped one from swinging by clutching it in my fist, then carefully letting go, but within seconds it started to swing once more. The bathrooms were in much the same state as the rest of the They're moving on their yeah. own, man. Yeah, he's like, eh... Must have been oh, the wind. Weird. Oh, I guess it's not the wind. Oh, well. 
<laughs> Just like the Treasure Island Resort, someone had methodically smashed each porcelain commode with coconuts and other implements. There was about a half inch of rancid, stinking, stagnant water on the floor, so I didn't stay there very long. What's odd is that the toilets and the sinks, and the bidets in the ladies' room, yes, I went there, all dripped, leaked, or just ran freely. <laughs> well, I, I went in the girls' bathroom, so... <laughs> uh, I went there. It seemed to me that they should have shut the water off long, long ago. There were plenty of rooms in the resort, but naturally I didn't have time to look through them all. The few I did peer into were similarly wrecked, and, didn't ex- and I didn't expect to find anything there. I thought there was actually a television or radio in one room, as I really think I heard a quiet conversation coming out. Though it was like a whisper, probably my own breathing echoing in the silence, or just another case of the sounds of flowing water playing tricks on my mind. This is what it sounded like! Okay. Okay, <clears throat> which one am I? Am I one on six? You can... I didn't believe it. You can be two. Yes, well, yes. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Your father told you. <laughs> I know, I know, that sounds ridiculous. I'm just telling you what I experienced. Why well, I thought there might have been something running in that room. Or worse, some vagrants who would hold up there and probably would have... Don't take my coat! <laughs> Don't take my Mickey! My coat. <laughs> Don't take my turkey leg! <laughs> At the front doors of the palace again, I figured I hadn't found anything of note and had wasted the trip up. As I looked out the door, I noticed something interesting in the courtyard that I had apparently missed. Something that would give me at least one thing to show for all my trouble, even if it was just a photograph. There was a lifelike statue of a python, maybe 80 feet long, coiled up and sunning itself on a pedestal right in the center of the area. It was almost time for the sun to start setting, so the light fell onto the object in the perfect way for a photograph. I approached the python and snapped a photo. Then I stood on my toes and snapped another. I moved closer again to get the detail of its face. Slowly, casually, the python lifted its head, looked directly into my eyes, turned and slithered off the pedestal, across the grass and into the trees. All eighty feet of it. Its head long disappeared into the woods before its tail even left the sunning spot. Disney had released all their exotic animals onto the grounds. Right there on my floor plan map was the reptile house. I should have known. I'd read about the sharks at Treasure Isle, and I should have known they'd done Damn this. you, Disney! <laughs> you bastards, Timmy! <laughs> oh, I'm thinking, like, oh, they went this far. <laughs> they let the python out? I was dumbfounded, just utterly stupefied. I am the fifth of the Disney gods assigned to this location. <laughs> because Did you ever my read... body is so long and strong. Did you ever read that book series, Tan? About, mm-hmm. like, those... There was these kids, so there was these kids, and they met on, like, Magic Kingdom Online, and, like, they would go to Disney as holograms and, like, fight the Disney villains. What the fuck are you talking I about? I swear to you've never heard, okay, no. hold on, we have to pause the episode. Abandoned by Disney. <laughs> Book series about kids who fight Disney villains, what was this called? I think it was called The Kingdom Keepers. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Kingdom Keepers is a series of children's novels written by American author Ridley Pearson, uh... Its plot follows the adventures of five teens who by day are holographic hosts in the Disney theme parks. By night, they battle Disney villains to keep them from taking control of the parks, the Disney entertainment empire, and the world. Because I remember their, like, old wise man mentor was, like, some Imagineer that was just a janitor now or some shit. And they, like, would meet up in the Disney MMO. Yeah, dude. What a grim fucking existence to be a hero in. (laughs) Yeah, protecting Disney Corporation. These kids, like, crying as adults when they have to kill, like, a uh, 10-year-old for posting Spider-Man on the internet. <laughs> it's like, you can't violate the I'm copyright, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna link this to you to read later. This is real. Okay, anyway, sorry. Back to, where were we? Uh, you were telling me about the fucking Python? The reptile house? They let everyone out of the yes. reptile house. I was dumbfounded. Just utterly stupefied. My mouth must have been hanging open for the longest time before I came back down to earth and snapped it shut. I blinked a few times and backed away from where the snake had been, back toward the palace. Even though it was totally gone, I still wasn't taking any chances and backed my way into the building. It took a few deep breaths and slaps to my own face to get myself right in the head again after that. I looked for a place to sit down as my legs were feeling a bit like jelly at this point. Mm, Of course, there was no... Mm, Delicious. (laughs) 
just carve that all up. <laughs> of course, there was... I love how we've returned to discovering SCP tradition of being like, we have five articles. We read one. <laughs> of course, there... Yeah, we're back to the normal, baby. Of course, there was no place to sit down unless I wanted to recline in the broken glass and dead leaf carpet, or haul myself up onto a desk of questionably re- questionable, I presume, reliability. I had seen some stairs near the palace's lobby and decided to go have a seat there until I felt better. The staircase was far enough away from the front of the building to be relatively clean, save for a startling accumulation of dust. I pulled a wedge of metal off the wall, once again painted with the Abandoned by Disney motto I'd become accustomed to. I placed famous the wedge on the race. stairs and Yeah, famous famous Mickey Mouse catchphrase. Abandoned <laughs> by Disney. Abandoned by Disney. <laughs> I placed the wedge on the stairs and sat on it to keep at least somewhat clean. The stairway led downward, below ground level. Using my camera flash as a sort of improvised flashlight, I could see that the staircase ended in a metal mesh door with a padlock. A sign on the door, a real sign, read, Mascots only! Thank you! This perked up my spirits a little bit for two reasons. One, a mascots only area would have definitely had some interesting stuff back in the day. Two, the padlock was still in place. Nobody had gone down there. Not the vandals, not the looters, nobody. This was the one place I could actually explore and perhaps find something interesting to photograph or wantonly steal. I had come to the palace essentially agreeing with myself that it was okay to take anything I wanted because, hey, abandoned. Yeah, that's where you're wrong, Bucko. Have you ever met Disney's legal team? You're done. They just show up outside. All right, uh, I'm going to go a little bit further and then popcorn it to you. It didn't take much to bust the lock. Well, actually, that's wrong. It didn't take much to bust the metal plate on the wall that the padlock was hooked to. Time and decay had done most of the work for me, and I was able to bend the metal plate enough to pull the screws out of the wall, something nobody else had apparently thought of, or hadn't been able to do at the time. The mascot's only area was a startling and very welcome to change from the rest of the building I'd seen. For one, every second or third fluorescent light overhead was illuminated, even though they flickered and faded randomly. Also, nothing had been stolen or broken, even if age and exposure were definitely taking their toll. I will say, there are some spelling mistakes, but for most of the creepypastas we've read, this one's pretty low on them. So respect. This will definitely influence the score at the end. Tables had notepads and pens. There were clocks. Even a punch-in clock on the wall, complete with ah, filled-out time cards. Chairs were scattered. Sorry, I sat in a funny way, and it hurt a little bit. (laughs) Chairs were scattered around, and there was even a small break room with an old static-filled television and long, rotted-out food and drink on the counters. It was like one of those post-apocalypse movies where... Mm. Delicious. made itself into a nice slurry for you. Thank you. What would you partake? Yeah, that's what my chicken nuggets are made out of, buddy. (laughs) They collected from Abandoned by Disney. It was like one of those post-apocalypse movies where everything is left in the state of evacuation. Popcorn. As I walked the maze-like sub-basement hallway to the mascots-only area, the sights just became more and more interesting. As I went further, desks and tables were knocked over, paper scattered and almost melded with the damp floor, and a large carpet of mould was slowly overtaking the real rotting crimson floor covering. Everything was just sort of squishy. And the thing was disintegrated into mush when I applied even the least amount of force. And clothing items hanging on hooks in the one of the rooms simply fell to moist threads if I tried to unhook them. One thing that annoyed me was the light was becoming more sparse and unreliable as I went further into the dank, suffocating depths of the place. I I don't understand. This man's insane. He knows there's an 80 foot python hanging around. He's going into the dark. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to go where where it's wet and there are probably sharks and I can't see. Sharks? Yeah, he mentioned several times there are sharks in the park, two, man. On two legs? What do you mean how can they get in the hallway? No, he mentioned there's like flooding everywhere and he's in the basement now, so there's I don't probably think he's like... flooding. <laughs> Imagine! He's just like wiggling down the hallway like a slug. Yeah, he said sub-basement and we know there was already a half inch of flooding on the top floor, so it's probably a lot more water Do not presume. Oh, sorry for assuming physics and yeah. paying attention to the world building. Mate, this up. is not places not only abandoned by Disney; it's abandoned by God. You cannot presume this is uh, abandoned by Disney. Is in a weird space. The physics don't apply here. <laughs> Eventually, That's I reached a yellow striped door with the words "character prep one" stenciled on it. 
the door wouldn't open at first. I figured this was probably where the costumes were kept, and I definitely wanted a photograph of that twisted, stinking mess. Don't talk about Goofy like that. <laughs> try as I might, yeah. whatever angle or trick I tried, the door wouldn't budge. That is, until I gave up and started to wake or walk away. That was when there was a slight popping sound. I had to be very careful. <laughs> and the door creeped open slowly. I'm not going to lie. Like, that would actually creep me out. Like, I, if we weren't cracking so many jokes, that that's definitely a spooky vibe. Like, you're fucking with this door, and then you finally give up. It's like... Welcome. Inside, in, the room please. was completely dark. Pitch black. I used the camera flash to look for a light switch in the wall by the door. But there was nothing. As I made my search, I was jarred out of my sense of excitement by a loud electrical buzz. Rows of lights overhead suddenly flashed to life, flicking and found in and out like the rest I had passed. It took a second for my eyes to adjust, and it seemed like the light was going to just keep getting brighter until all the bulbs exploded. Which, when I thought it would reach that critical stage, the lights dimmed a bit and steadied. The room was exactly as I pictured it. Various Disney costumes hung on the walls, fully put together like strange cartoon cadavers hung from invisible nooses. There was an entire rack of loincloths and native clothes on hangers towards the back. What I found odd, and what I wanted to photograph right away, was a Mickey Mouse costume in the centre of the room. Unlike the other costumes, it was lying on its back in the centre of the floor like a murder victim. The fur on the costume was rotten and shedding, creating burr patches. I, I distinctly remember there being like a really good image to go with the, the Mickey Mouse costume. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. What was even odder, however, was the colouring of the costume. It was like a photo-negative of the actual Mickey Mouse. Black where he should be white, and white where he should be black. His normally red overalls were light blue. Oh my god, it's Mouse Mickey. Holy shit. The sight was off-putting enough that I actually put off photographing the thing until last. I couldn't believe they messed with that timeless character design. I couldn't bear it. <laughs> I took a picture of the clothes hanging on the walls. Upward angles, downward angles... Side shots to show an entire row of oozed and putrid cartoon faces, some with plastic eyes missing. Then I decided to stage a shot. Just one of the bedraggled character heads on the slicky grime floor. I reached for the. How did you fuck that up so bad? Slicky grime floor. I like the cadence of my better. I reached for the headpiece of a Donald Duck costume and carefully removed it so the thing wouldn't fall apart in my hands. As I looked into the face of the wide-eyed, mouldering head, a loud clattering sound made me jump with fright. I looked down at my feet, and there between my shoes was a human skull in full and out of the mascot head and shattered to pieces at me feet. Only the empty face and lower jaw remained, staring up at me. I dropped the duck head immediately, as you'd expect, and moved for the door. As I stood in the doorway, I looked back to the skull on the floor. I had to take a picture of it, you know. I had to. For any number of reasons that may seem silly, but only if you don't think it through. I needed proof of what happened, especially if Disney was going to somehow make this go away. I had no doubt in my mind right from the start that even if it was just for gross negligence, Disney was responsible for this. That's when Mickey, that photo-negative opposite Mickey in the middle of the floor, started to get up. First sitting up, then climbed to its feet. The Mickey Mouse costume, or whoever was inside of it, stood there at the centre of the room, its fake face just darting directly at me as I mumbled, No! Over and over and over. No, no. It can't be. Insight. I have so much insight. No. With shaking hands, a violently thrashing heart, and legs that have once again turned to jelly. So delicious. Thank you for your generosity. I managed to lift the camera and aim it at the opposite creature, now quietly sizing me up like Dead Rising. Legs Benedict. <laughs> the digital camera's screen displayed only dead pixels in the shape of that thing. It was a perfect silhouette of the Mickey costume. As the camera moved in my unsteady hand, the dead pixels spread, marring the screen where Mickey's outline moved to. Then the camera <laughs> died, went blank and quiet and broken. I raised my eyes once again to the Mickey Mouse costume. <laughs> it said in a hushed, perverted, but perfectly executed Mickey Mouse voice. Want to see my head come off? Want to see my head come off? 
It started to pull at its own head, working its clumsy glove-clad fingers around its neck with clawing impatient movements, similar to a wounded man trying to pull himself free of a predator's jaws. As it worked its digit into its neck, so much blood. So much thick, chunky, yellow blood. I turned away as I heard a sickening tear of cloth and flesh. Only cared about getting away. Above the doorway out of this room, I saw the final message clawed into the metal with bone or fingernails. Abandoned by God. I never got the pictures out of the camera. I never wrote the blog entry out of it. After I ran from that place, well, my sanity. You, you kind of did write the blog entry yeah, about it. So... <laughs> I'm using it right now. After I ran from that place, fled for my sanity, if not my, if not my very life, I knew that right? Disney didn't want anyone to know about this place. They didn't want anyone like me getting in. They didn't want anything like that getting out. You left the door open on the way out, though. So, so this was by Slime Beast. It oh, says it? at the bottom. Yeah, oh, crediting the author. I thought like some guy called Ed Slime Beast. Let me adjust. Like, Slime Beast, well done. You did it. I want to say, um, like, for the time this came out, this is actually like among like classic classes. I think. What mean, yeah. No, I was gonna say this is one of the better ones. It's really good. I like it. I think it's good at building an atmosphere. There's not too many like uh, spelling grammar mistakes. I think it's well put together. It creates a vibe. If we weren't us reading through it, <laughs> I, I think it's pretty good. I like it. What score would you give it? Well, I can't do that because this isn't an SCP, and mm -hmm. the score you, is apparently you... still under fucking construction here. Um, so. We've raised debate about this because we know that my score is the best way, but Tan won't accept it. And then uh, someone uh, at my work suggested that we need two scales, and like, so it's under construction right now. What's this about us not being able to rate this because it's not an SCP? What are you talking about? Don't we not rate creepy pasta? I'm asking. I'm telling you to rate this one. Yeah. Abandoned by Darnell. Um, the, only if you admit that my rating system is fine. Never mind, just get rated then. <laughs> See? He's too full I of pride. I think, like, after that terrifying tale, we need maybe a lighter one. So we're gonna pop into the troll pasta wiki. Sure. Um, we've got time for one, maybe two more, if they're really short. This one is called, It Will Get Worse. Pog? Do you wanna read this one? <laughs> um, no, you read it. Okay. It will get worse. One night I was really bored. I had nothing to do, so I put on my TV. I just remembered, ah, what's Jack? <laughs> like, I mean, he was like, it was reaching for my kidney. Yeah, the doctor's like, someone took your kidney, I think. I don't know. <laughs> one night I was really bored. I want to see Alice Jack again after this one. <laughs> so good. Just reread old SCP or articles. One night I was really bored. I had nothing to do, so I put on my TV. I took control and set me on the couch. <laughs> I could not find a good program, so I thought I would go to bed. I could put on my PlayStation 3, but the only two games I had were a few Call of Duty games <laughs> and Tekken Tag Tournament Second. I really had no desire to play games has reached the judgment. So I went into my room and would sleep when I saw my Mario toy that I had found at a garage sale. It reminded me that I had a GameCube in the attic. I thought it said GamerCube. I was going to lose it. Hell yes. I opened the door to my attic and climbed up, lit the lamp, and started looking for my old console. Imagine, like, with a lantern. <laughs> looking for a so... <laughs> Hello, Mario! <laughs> He's got a sleep cap on. <laughs> After about ten minutes, I found a cardboard box, and on it stood the GameCube with accessories. So is Trollposter for, like, intentionally bad ones, or just for bad ones, or um, both? I feel like it's meant to be for intentionally ones, but, like, the bad ones also go here in the end. Uh. I took down the box and packed it up. I found many games I remember that I had played when I was younger, but what caught my attention was Mario Sunshine. I Based. brought the game and the console and connected up to my TV. I was worried it would not work, for the console was so dusty. When I started, it worked fine, except that it sounded a bit more than what I remember it would be. It did nothing. What? Nice. What does that mean? I don't know. It worked fine, except that it sounded a bit more than what I remember it would, but it did nothing. I was worried that it would not work for the console was so dusty, but when I started it, it worked fine, except that it sounded a bit more 
I don't know. <laughs> what, is, what does that mean? <laughs> what information is being relayed to me? The well-known Mario Sunshine title appeared on the screen before I played. I ran into the box and dug out my memory card so I could play the same track that so many years ago. I pushed in the memory card and started on the console, but all the saves were completely empty and zero stars. I did not curse so much, I just started. <laughs> I love this. This is my favourite one. There was no cutscene the beginning, but just went straight to the game. But then something strange happened when I tried to move Mario, came up a text that read Game Over. And after that, I came to the menu again, the same thing happened. I, I would just turn off the console. But then it came up a text and it stood, Do not turn, you will regret it! I got scared. No wonder so you I put turned, the shit in the attic. I got scared, <laughs> so I turned off game. the console. But the game did not shut. It got a new text that said, You cannot win. It stood for about 10 seconds, and I saw Mario on the screen and strangled Peach! <gasps> Mario just looked at me. Peach then started asking Mario for mercy. Then she started screaming in panic when Mario started to smile at me. Peach spat out blood and then there was the screen black. Oh, he would I, never. <laughs> Mario this would is the never new Mario movie script. <laughs> Chris Pratt. Oh I could not God. move. I was frozen with fear and shock. After five minutes, I was able to touch me. I noticed how sweaty I had become of fear, so I decided to take a shower. I had showered in a few minutes. It became current interruption. Everything became dark and the shower stopped working. I took a towel, dried myself, and would go to the cabinet. But I saw that from another room came a light. It was the room I had my TV in. I walked into the room and saw my TV, and my TV was obviously on. On the screen, I saw Yoshi. He lay down on the ground in muscle cramps. No! <laughs> He's got cramps. Imagine, like, the, the family guy, like, dead pose. <laughs> he rolled over and vomited up a yellow and red pine. Fucking Yamcha in the crater. <laughs> Yoshi's mouth began to move and he said with a silent and painful voice you would not have turned just do as he says <laughs> then there was a black screen and a text which it stood we told you to change your mind the next time it gets worse then it popped up a demonic face of Mario with no eyes and a sick twisted demonic smile then I saw myself from behind like there was a camera behind me I turned around but no one was there and I looked at the screen again it was like someone had a webcam on the forehead camera bobbing up and down like that with the camera ran. I saw how he ran into my room and sat on the bed. I turned off my TV and ran into my room on the bed, sat my Mario toy, but now it was not a nice smile, but I, like before, now I had the same demonic voice on my television. I <gasps> fell down on the floor with fear and shock. I took Mario toy and Super Mario Sunshine game and they threw in the woods. It may have been my imagination, but I thought I saw a figure with a red hat and red clothes who was watching me behind the tree. <laughs> I imagined, like, fucking proportionate Mario, like, in the game, standing behind a tree. Oh, did you like my trick? <laughs> it's a me. Mario has logged in. <laughs> I went back into the house and looked at the clock. I saw it was half past twelve. I went into my room and fell asleep. I woke up at twelve by the doorbell rang. I thought it was well, strange. Hold on, that's like 11 and a half hours well, maybe, of sleep, dude. Oh yeah, maybe you just like slept negative 30 minutes. <laughs> that too. I thought it was strange that someone rang so late, but I went and opened the door. There was no one out there, but it's in a box. I took no think. On the box it said, from Mario. <laughs> I opened the box. There was Mario toy that I had just thrown away. And a Mario dusk, but it was not Super Mario Sunshine. Instead, it was Mr. Bloodshine. No! And during That's the so game, scary! Stop! And during the game, there was a note on it. It was what we said. It will get worse. It will get worse. <laughs> I'm fucked up. I'm so scared. How am I going to go to so, bed? I, I'm not quite sure what exactly happened during this story. He played a game a couple of times. It turned off his shower, I think. Yeah. And killed Yoshi. And then he threw it yeah, away and Mario mailed it back to him. Why would he kill Yoshi? It's fucked no, up. I guess I'm like a hostage. <laughs> Do you have another really short one? I think I have another troll past because I went over a rabbit hole looking at them. This Fantastic. one is from an unknown author. It's called Instant Death Disease. Who was the last one by? It says credited one. the DJ Lane. Yeah, flip. that's what I've got down as the uh, well done DJ. Right. Can, can you read this one, please? Because I'm about to die. 
Alright, I guess if you're going to be a little baby bitch, I'll read it. Abandoned by Donnell. Real. Uh, I have to use the bathroom so bad, guys, but I'm being brave about it. Holy shit, instant death disease? <sighs> okay. So I was a worker. Working at Kolkanom Laboratories, Wales. We work with drugs and medical elements, creating cures and vaccines. Oh my god, he's like a hero. Oh my god. My I'm boss told me that whatever. In the vaccine. My boss told me that whatever I do, I should never tell anyone about what we are doing. He began acting strangely only a few weeks ago when we began Project Axolotl. We were aiming to give humans the ability to regenerate lost limbs. I can do that. But it went wrong. Horribly wrong. My boss called me up to see him. He is a tall man with dark hair. He told me that there seemed to be a problem with testing Area 5B, where my best friend was working. Of course, I immediately took the job of going down there and checking with him if all was good. It was not. What's my strange. friend was sweating. <laughs> Wait, what is it? This guy, he's a worker. What does he do? Is this his job? He just goes and like, checks things out when the boss tells him to? Yeah. Imagine like your boss was... calling you to his office and being like, can you go down to the basement and see if everything's okay? <laughs> My friend was sweating terribly and breathing heavily. His hands were shaking and he backed away from the testing area. I had never been in the testing area. Well, not while there was a professor at work anyway. I worked upstairs where we formed chemical combinations and research dissected and examined. That sounds exactly like, you know what, never mind. I thought that in the testing area we'd be testing on animals. No matter how cruel that sounds, it sounded a whole lot better than what they were actually doing. Testing on humans. He backed away from the glass panel, and I stared through, asking what was wrong. His hands trembled, and he tried to pull me away, telling me not to look. The humans were there, all dead. I was immediately sickened. The idea of testing on each other sounded horrible to me, but I noticed that one was alive. She held her child in her arms. We were also testing no, on small what children. No, man wrought? <laughs> Suddenly she looked at the corpses. She looked at us and mouthed something. I looked away and didn't see. The sight of death itself proved too much for me. But I, heard a sickly gr- <laughs> but I heard a sickly groan from my friend. Dread filled me. I grabbed him by the shirt and shook him. He gave a hollow rattle, as if there were no internal organs in him. I felt the sudden need to get as far away as I could. I kept my hands over my ears and closed my eyes, running, although bumping into walls, all the way back to my boss's office. <laughs> I told him frantically what happened, waving my arms madly. My boss's eyes opened wide, but then he smiled. He grinned, began laughing. That laugh was not of mirth. It was of insanity. It drove me mad. His demonic... What is with demonic in bad, creepy bosses? His demonic chuckle screaming through the room. How does a chuckle scream? <laughs> I never told you my name. It's Joker. <laughs> he explained... We had been forming a disease, a new, special disease. It would instantly kill our opponent. What opponents? Fucking Aaron Yeager? Who is your opponent at Kolkinom Laboratories in Wales? It would instantly kill our opponents. He had injected one dose into the test subjects in 5B, then told one of the men to read off a card. Once he read it, he gave out a sickening gasp. He was dead. When his body was examined by scientists just a few rooms Wait, away from so me. Wait, so they infected someone, he told one of the men to read off a card, and the guy who died? Who died? I, I assume you were trying to say the guy the who had been... I, I, assume, I assume the guy who was stabbed died. Stabbed? He was stabbed. Stabbed was ejected. Oh. The thought of this caused me to vomit. They found that he had lost all of his internal organs. All at the same time, his death had been instant but excruciatingly painful for that fraction of a second. instant, that is it. (laughs) The thing is, the woman next to him heard what he said and suffered a similar fate, only mouthing the words to the man next to her. He then shouted the words, only heard by the baby. The last woman was deaf and mute. Then how would she fucking know the words or be able to say them, idiot? The woman was terrified at losing her baby. She went insane, but did not show symptoms of the disease. She cradled the baby and wrote to the scientists, Why won't my baby drink? Why is he so pale? How come he's so cold? This was too much to bear. The card was shown again, and after reading it and mouthing the words to my best friend, died. 
Anyone who says the name of the disease, reads it, hears it, and sees it lip-read, feels it in Braille, sees it in Morse code, or click code, or any language, <laughs> the more they clarify, the funnier it gets, <laughs> is instantly killed. Instant, although unbelievably painful, he said. Then wouldn't you fucking die? I thought yeah. it was called instant death disease. <laughs> he asked me if I wanted to know the name of the disease. I screamed no, covered my ears, and ran outside the door. When I peered back, my boss was laughing. He hadn't even said it. This is like an abusive workplace at this point. <laughs> I went home, trying not to think about it. When I went to bed, I dismissed it as A, a crazy dream, or B, my boss pulling a prank. However, I felt people. like I was lying to myself. It was all just to trick you. Surprise! <laughs> get owned. However, I felt like I was lying to myself. I couldn't help but feel that way. I couldn't get to sleep. I felt a churning in the pit of my stomach. My head throbbed like it was imploding, and I felt as if someone had taken a sledgehammer to my shins. Your shins? Decided to call in sick. I rung up my boss in the morning. I explained to him. He I'm just sorry, laughed. I'm too scared of instant death disease. <laughs> he just laughed. His sickening chuckle dissolved into a disconcerting giggle. He told me, okay, but I'd be missing out. <laughs> it was in all the newspapers. Kolkanam Laboratory shut down. All employees found dead. Company president, Mr. B.H. Large, found dead in office. Big, huge, large. <laughs> no evidence of how deaths occurred. No weapon found. No gas leak sign of accident. Only worker survived. C.W. Dickinson. Why is the news of a snitching on him <laughs> for staying home how, sick? How would they even know that if everyone was dead when they got there? <laughs> I couldn't take it. I packed everything I could grab into a suitcase, smashed open my rainy day jar, the contents of which amounted to about 50 pounds! You weren't in, like, fucked, a, a, right? a mad science lab where you didn't get paid. Isn't 50 pounds, like, one video game? Yeah. It, these days, it's not even that. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're fucked, dude. I don't think it's this is gonna cover your rainy day. <laughs> and stuff the notes and coins in my... Yeah, maybe you can play an indie game, like Super Meat Boy, for 50 pounds. <laughs> And stuffed the notes and coins into my wallet, which now felt like a lead weight. I started up my car, cranked up the radio, regardless of what was on, and floored it. I drove as far as I could until I had almost crossed the border. Wait, what border? I thought you guys owned everything down there. I guess. (laughs) My radio buzzed. This just in from the Coconut Laboratories case. The dead seem to have no internal organs. Why would this be on the radio? <laughs> Breaking there's no news. sign of lacerations <laughs> or wounds. It is almost as if their internal organs simply vanished. This seems instant, but recordings, CCTV, and a three-letter message scrawled by one of the employees may prove that it was certainly wasn't painless. Jesus. I crammed a CD. <laughs> Why do I need to know that I died in agony? <laughs> Doing a half-ish U-turn, an L-turn, and went for the countryside. I drove and drove, aimlessly following roads roughly north. I didn't stop until I ran out of gas, where I grabbed my cases and ran. When I entered a field and I couldn't carry my cases anymore, I threw them in a ditch. As long as I could run, I ran. I didn't sleep until my body dropped. I awoke tired and groggy, my bones aching. I knew I had to run from what I knew. There was a virus going around. I know exactly what my boss had done. He had shouted the name of the disease over the loudspeakers. Everyone who heard died. Some tried to block their ears, but the words flashed on the computers. The lights blinked it in Morse code. Everyone in that building was now dead. The terror they must have felt. The split second of reality-bending agony. All the friends. The men and women I used to know. I'm now sleeping in a hotel room I found. Weird it's way to, like, say you're in a hotel room. A hotel room I found. Is there a hotel attached to it? <laughs> he didn't pay for it. He just climbed in. It's far away. It's old and quaint. I think I'll be fine here. They don't have TV, and I always stay away from the radio. I'll live. I know a harrowing truth, but I can't tell. I have a name for the disease. It's simple. It's blunt. It does exactly what it says on the can. I call it instant death dis- Oh, oh stop writing. Oh my god, all his internal organs disappeared. The only comment- Good thing I don't need those. <laughs> Thank goodness, indeed. My nose is very stuffy, so I'm gonna go make some ramen, but we have comments to read. Can you yeah. handle the comments? Is he gonna go make ramen before or after the comments? What's the after, point? after. Okay, no, I thought he was gonna like, leave me to it. <laughs> no, I'm just too stuffy. I was like, oh, okay. Can, can you read it for me? Sure, I can. What do you need? My nose like stuffed up as. A, this article made me sick. So, Trifalia says creepypasta, spooky spaghetti, scurvy ravioli, unnerving noodles. 
Arithmetic Bukasu Sushini, Spine Chilling Lasagna, Threatening Fafale. I remember reading My Dead Girlfriend Keeps Messaging Me on Facebook. Sounds like a light novel. About a decade ago on Facebook. <laughs> At the time, I didn't know it was fake. Even though I always had a hard time believing in the existence of ghosts, strange for me as a Christian, I know. I still believe the story. It all just seemed so convincing, especially the screenshots. Revisiting it today, it still creeped me out a little, and those pictures do not help. We know it's real, right? <laughs> it is real. I, I know, I was the dead girlfriend. <laughs> oh my god. Ah, says Force to Reckon. The meme explained. Presumably talking about <laughs> the Oriester. <laughs> okay, I pull up. Okay, I thought that was me walking into Mowgli's palace. That's the face I make. <laughs> that's the face negative Mickey made. <laughs> Daniel's exact game says, This episode was so scary I pissed my pants. I expect a check in my mailbox. You... You'll be disappointed. Yeah, Three yellow arrows says, Okay, Apollo, to watch such a lovely video. Man, that Facebook story is enthralling. Such an awesome horror, 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 horror story. That's a completely different type of story. Dead Bart, isn't that good? Yeah. But two details of the story have always stood out to me. The fact everybody has an aversion talking about the episode and the gravestones at the end having the same date. David Romero made a very good rewrite slash retelling of the Russian sleep experiment, where he removed or made less the more goofy slash chuny bits, and enhanced the more unnerving parts, and the whole thing is accompanied by his awesome art. I feel like an Epistle Arium type story about the production episode, and the sort of creepy person who would force them to make it. It would be very cool. What's Epistolary? It was like, uh, I did Red Carry, where it's like newspaper what? clippings and shit like that. It's like, Oh, yeah. Also, there was a fan sequel to the Russian sleep experiment I read some years ago. It was about a guy who read the original story and wanted to try it out in real life. But since there's no such thing as spooky monsters that hide in your subconscious, it ends up just subjecting this dude and himself to extensive sleep deprivation. That's not true. If you stay awake past five days, you unlock your persona. It's real. <laughs> the demon <laughs> in your subconscious. Scream out its name and unleash its power, Ichigo. <laughs> Oh man, you said um, Ichigo. Did you hear there's a new Bleach happening? I did, I've been actually like, watching Bleach recently. Really? We should watch Bleach together. That would be fun, I think. Maybe. Uh, and an Alice Rider. An Alice Rider. Damn, that's some pasta a la creep. Wowza! Night Labbit says, Pump. Edit. I finished the episode. I would have to give this video a 9.9 .9 out of 10. It was seriously scary and had me quite terrified. Thank you. Orchid says, Oxygen charge, more like oxygen beta. As a plan, I'd say that us carbon dioxide breathers are the real chads. Okay, I pull up. Okay, I pull up. Ah, Fighting Freebie-esque says, Ah, good old early 2010s internet. I sort of miss it. I so, <laughs> so Beck says, Since the 6th October... What are your favorite horror films? If you feel like it, pick a classic older one and a newer one. Ooh, I like ooh. The Thing and for the new one, It Follows. Um, for an old one, I really like The Shining. For a newer one, um, it's not. It's a bit more comedy than horror, but Tucker and Dale vs. Evil is always a fun watch for me. Warrior SCP says, not gonna lie. When I was very young, I thought the Russian sleep experiment was a real thing. Well, it was. I hope you read Ted the Cane before the month ends. Either that or the Wasp Room. You all will love reading that one. I've read we the read the Wasp Room. I was going to say, we've read it, right? In the Discord, but not on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I said I read it in the Discord. War was like, no, FSCP did that. And I was like, so fucking, so did we. That doesn't yeah, mean we didn't do that. <laughs> Kenji says. Okay. We've got a new commenter. Currently listening Ooh, to the episode you... now, but I've never actually listened to anything regarding the Russian sleep experiments. Because <laughs> it seemed a little too scary for me. But maybe with you guys, it'll be okay. I've been listening on Spotify for a while. Sorry to give you the anime protagonist voice. <laughs> I've been listening on Spotify for a while at work, but I wanted to say a couple things, so I swapped to YouTube for the latest episode. <laughs> of course, I don't actually remember anything I was going to say other than Darnell. We short kings embrace you as one of our own. Hell yes! Short kings stick together. And it's... I don't know why I was so scared of the Russian sleep experiment before. 
<laughs> because of the image. Kenji, I feel connection with you, my brother. Yeah, it's called height. <laughs> um, Finally, yeah, watch as I push you off a very with. tall one. All right, we're not friends anymore, Tan. I'm starting a podcast with Kenji. JTKC says spooky time nice quick and button knows one two eight it says I haven't listened to the episode yet so I'm very excited to discover how the two of you got from Russian sleep experiment to random anime guy I don't recognize the okay, same way we brother. always do every every single episode <laughs> that was plainly sir okay I pull up and that was All the right. final comment so I, I have a question for you Tan yeah. So this will be the last episode that airs in October. However, we will record one more time in October. That's a good point. Should that one also be creepy pasta, like or should that be? We owe them one more. I'm gonna say it yes. right now. It's gonna be Ted the Caver. Ted the Caver. Wow. I mean, as far as much of it as we can sort of get into, because I don't know how long it is. Well, thank you guys so much for watching. As always, I love October Creepy Pasta Month. This is amazing. I'm going to be sad when we go back to SCP. But for now, I'm having a good time. Hey, SCP. Do you hear how embarrassed I was uh, at the lady when I was getting my hair cut? I hate SCP. She's like, disappointed. Oh, you don't read Creepypasta on your podcast? Yeah, yeah. If I was like, I had a Creepypasta (laughs) podcast, I could have confidently explained what that is. But not fucking SCP. Oh, man. All right. Well, thank you guys. Bye. Bye.